What's up? It's your pal Wenchik is thought, I guess, and this is The Bar is Low. Every episode, we take a look at a fanfiction or collection of fanfictions, and these can be either good, bad, or in between, but mostly, they're bad. So as you already may have guessed by the title, this isn't going to be a typical episode, even though I kept the intro the same there. I haven't exactly been having a thrilling summer so far, and I've been pretty bored, honestly. So... I thought I would rewatch Avatar The Last Airbender. And it went better than I thought! You have to understand, as I did say in the intro, this podcast is about bad fanfiction, and a lot of that bad fanfiction is bad porn, and about half that bad porn is Avatar. But in rewatching the show, I had a lot less porn flashbacks than I imagined. And I mean, there were still porn flashbacks, just less vicious and less frequent than I anticipated. I thought I was gonna be curled up in a ball the whole time, freaking out, because every Every scene was gonna remind me of something horrible, but not really, no. I, I mean, I really thought I'd never be able to watch a show again for as long as I lived, but that was not the case. And you know, it's pretty good. I think I'm gonna finally get around to watching Korra after this, too. Start running some episodes on it, because it's about time I did that. So, would it have made more sense if I'd rewatched the show and done these episodes before releasing my Pokemon Avatar crossover episode? Yeah, it would have, but that's just not how it worked out. Today's fucked up meter rating is a 7 out of 10 for porn flashbacks involving weird fetishes, incest, non-con, underage characters, and it's rated for my uh, sexual fantasies about Ozai. Um, if you don't want to hear me thirst over the penis king, you have no business listening to this podcast in the first place. But the lowest rating is because I'm not going to get too graphic with this shit. Alright, cool. We going. So, let's go. Let's talk about this show itself. We'll go the episodes and such from the perspective of someone who's read way too much fucking porn. Episode 1, The Boy in the Iceberg. I was already having fucking war flashbacks, literally the first scene. The first episode was really hard for me to get through, and I thought that was how it was going to be the whole show, but I eventually got used to it. I enjoy calling these war flashbacks. I mean, I'm going to call them porn flashbacks way more often because they're all flashbacks to the war with the Fire Nation, so like technically I can get away with it. And oh my god, Sokka, he's just such a fuckboy. Y'all out here talking about Zuko's character development, but how about Sokka's? He's just a fuckboy. And they really did that unnecessary exposition thing where they just threw into the conversation that their mother was dead. Like seriously, exposition has the potential to be so painful in any form of media, but especially the visual stuff like TV and movies where you don't have narration to help you out. And I forgot that Katara split that iceberg herself. I thought that porno where she broke it during her orgasm was lying to me. Why the fuck would Katara be having an orgasm at this point, you ask? Well, in the hidden adventures of Avatar The Last Airbender, more simply known to me as the diaper fetish one, she and Sokka just fucked in that tiny ass canoe. And you're going to be hearing a lot about the diaper fetish one these first few episodes. I'm just saying that right now. That porno was also not lying to me about Katara's eagerness to help Aang, if you get what I'm saying. And I did not remember the fucking penguin sledding thing being his fucking first ass line. That's some shit right there. I thought that was just some shitty meme, but no. And then we out here with some snot humor right away. I, I wish my sneezes were as cool as Aang's, but I also don't because that would be really inconvenient because I sneeze a lot. I'm surprised I haven't like sneezed during the recording of this episode right now. And I've also seen some memes that are like Appa yeet yeet. So I was like expecting them to say that, but but no, they just do their stupid yip yip thing. <laughs> and I love how Aang be like, I don't know the Avatar. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. And then, oh my God, Zuko showed up. This ugly ponytail hat an ass motherfucker. I'm, I'm just so happy to see you, you little bitch. Can we just spend the whole episode on his angry, honorless ass? I just want to spend the rest of my life roasting him, but it looks like his dad already beat me to it. Oh shit. I love how done Iroh is though. He's just like, oh my god, why are we here? You just need to give up, son. My beloved nephew who's so angry all the time. How did he not like re-roast Zuko's face with that punch he did? My biggest problem with this show is that fire doesn't actually burn people and I'm gonna be saying that a lot. So by now I was halfway through this episode and it had been an ordeal of the ages. I am not talking shit on this show, it is entirely my fault as a fanfiction reader, writer, and podcaster. Aang is like me though, he's, he's just like, oh, I've been asleep for a hundred years, better go right back to bed after I get to the village. I had to do that too, just dead ass. I sleep for 12 hours and I spend two hours awake and I'm like, you know what? I don't really like this. 
it's time for another nap. And he must be cold. They're all wearing parkas, but he just got his regular clothes. And I gotta mention the grandmother. There wasn't that much porn of her. Mostly, I just I just remember her sassing the fuck out of Ozai in the Barslow episode 11, which I loved. That fic on hold though, Katara, sweetie, I'm so sorry fanfic authors do that to you. Literally, I'm so glad that Ozai and Katara never meet in canon. Otherwise, I'd be having flashbacks for every second they're on screen together. But I have to take back what I said about the grandmother because most of the porn parallels I've been making so far have been to the Barzlow episode 2, aka the diaper fetish one. She gave Katara her diapers and I don't know why the line, come on Katara, you've got chores to do, triggered me so bad, but it did. I was just like, oh god, diapers. And the thing where they're like, you know what, let's just travel to the literal opposite of the entire planet, no big deal. It got me all like, what the fuck, the first time I watched this show. I still think it's crazy. And then Katara just pulls a fish out of nowhere to demonstrate how to feed the penguins. That was kind of strange. She just just had it. She just was carrying a dead fish with her. So the diaper fetish one is like one of two pornos specific to the first handful of episodes. So when they saw that fucking abandoned ship, I got me some more flashbacks because like time for some bondage and piss guys oh look there we're actually chains diaper fetish guy don't make shit up baby Aang's already like hitting on her real hard for real though and i had the same thought as Aang. like i just said it like a half second before he did uh-oh they set off a flare so violent porn flashbacks three time for the next episode here the avatar returns so by now i'm exhausted right i've only watched the first episode but it ended on zuko so i knew i had to keep going i'm in it right now see his stupid piss baby ass Look, I just love Zuko because he's the dumbest bitch alive. Like, unless you know better, you probably think I want to fuck him, but I don't. I want to fuck his evil hot dad. I'm so sad we don't get to see his gorgeous face and abs until the last season. Last handful of episodes, really. I can't wait that long. I need Ozai's dick now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to be like this the whole time, so get used to it, bitches. And I want to say I'm like 12 when it comes to laughing about booby traps, but Aang is like 12. And he's being more mature about it than I am, so I can't even say that in peace. And Sokka really be like, be gone, thoughts. We can't fight firebenders with fun. And man, Katara just sided with Aang really fast. Guess growing up in a desolate wasteland with no kids your own age except your brother will do that to you. And look, I've seen fake where Katara and Sokka fuck. Right now, I'm just regretting my life choices so hard. I wish I could just watch this nice show in peace without being reminded of porn with every other scene. But no, I brought this upon myself. Aang is such a good boy, though. Like, Sokka and Katara honestly don't do it for me, but Aang, I love Aang. He's such a good boy. I love that Sokka and Zuko both got all dressed up to fight each other. So fucking extra. My friend who showed me the first few episodes of this show told me that she ships them because of that. I don't know. It's kind of funny. And I'm five minutes in right now, and Zuko hasn't had any lines yet. Where is my favorite dumb bitch? But I have to retract my statement because it is Sokka who is the dumb bitch. He's about to get hit by a boat. How do you even get hit by a boat? You're on land, dumbass. And like Zuko had his helmet on so I couldn't even make fun of his ponytail. Okay, here's the first part where I'm gonna be mocking Zutara mercilessly. Just imagine shipping that, like comparing how he and Katara meet to how Aang and Katara meet and just hit it off so hard she's down to abandon her whole family for him like after a day. Like Zutara, they, they only stop hating each other like the last few episodes of the entire show. It's ridiculous. It's not like I'm known for my unproblematic ships though. Like that's gonna wait till like season three though. But a name for my shitty OTP would be Dilf shipping. And the whole exchange goes down where Zuko's like, you're just a child. And Dang's like, you're just a teenager. And, and then Zuko be like, you reposted in the wrong neighborhood, buckaroo. Aang is such a good boy though. Look at him sacrifice himself for everyone like that. And grandma be like your mom in Pokemon. She's like, okay, see you later. Don't come back. It's fine. She says, it's been so long since I've had hope. The Wenchikis Thoughtikis experience. I like how they don't show them leaving on Appa, otherwise I'd have to cite another scene from the diaper fetish porno. But I spoke too soon because yeehaw, diaper fetish guy loves writing about Katara pissing herself. But meanwhile, Aang, you smooth motherfuckers, just back flipping to cut your bindings off. The firebenders don't have stormtrooper aim. Aang's just that fucking good, but also their fire doesn't burn anyone. 
Look, I wish this show was for adults, not so the writers would throw in some edgy subplot about the Fire Nation family all fucking each other to satiate the incest shippers. Not so we could get some racy action, but because fire fucking burns things in real life, but not fucking here. Zuko is really out there getting his ass beat, though. He's the dumbest bitch alive, I swear to God. And he just never gives up, and I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I forgot the bending in this show started off pretty strong. I thought I was gonna have to wait till, like, at least another season for the bad ass stuff but Aang's already pretty damn good still like I just said none of the firebenders seem to be able to actually burn anything except for Ozai but that's because he's the master and then Katara would be like we're all in this together and fucking close us off they fucking ride away so if I have porn flashbacks two it's an improvement episode three the southern air temple this is painful not for the reasons it's been painful so far for me but Aang oh no baby He's about to get played. But he's such a douchebag, so I feel less bad for him here because he's just playing soccer like that, waking him up with a cruel trick. If someone did that to me, I would just punch him out. I don't give a fuck if it's 12-year-old or God or 12-year-old God. Fuck that person. And Zuko's ship is so small. Honestly, I like prefer the Zuko subplot to the main plot. It's Muttonshot Man. Oh my god, it's Zhao. Oh, Zuko has this line that I totally did not expect him to be saying, at least not this early in the show. If my father thinks that the rest of the world will follow him willingly, then he is a fool. You fucking tell him, Zuko. Fucking deal out the truth. Also, they got like a map hanging in there, and every time I see Bossing say on the map, I just think to myself, the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Because it looks like a cell, okay? It looks like a cell. Like, it has the walls, and it has like the nucleus. I'm just saying. And I just love how Zhao is just roasting the shit out of Zuko in this scene. I'm living for this. Meanwhile, Aang just starts crying while he's chasing Momo. I know it's probably from the wind, but it's much funnier to me to think that's because the shittiness of his situation hit him in the middle of a fun chase scene. That skeleton, though. That shit's dark, man. This is a fucking kid's show. And they just like genocide and child abuse. Yeet. So why can't fire burn people? And Katara really just talked him out of the Avatar state. How much awareness does he even have himself when he's like that? I wonder. Okay, now we gotta talk about the fucking Agni Kai with Zuko and Zhao. First of all, why is everyone in such good shape? Of course, neither of them got shit on Ozai. Why do they wear those rings on their upper arms? They look like they're made of metal and that shit would heat up and burn you, but fire doesn't burn anyone, right? Man, Zhao and Zuko are little pussies. That really wasn't much of a fight, but I love Iroh just cheerleading on the sidelines. <laughs> And Zabi taking that cheap shot after the fight was already over like a dick bag. Not much porn associated with this one. The diaper fetish one had a scene at the air temple, but I didn't get violently yeeted into it because I don't know where it really is in the chronology of that episode. Aang does not seem like he's in the mood to fuck, but like the diaper fetish one had Katara pissing herself on the way to the temple because I don't know, they just love that apparently. So violent porn flashbacks, one. Episode four, the Warriors of Kiyoshi. This just starts off with where we're going, we won't need any pants. And I'm really surprised I've never seen that worked into any porn. Give me the AU where Kiyoshi Island is a nudist colony. And then Aang just like riding those giant fish, you know? That looks dangerous. And he's not a waterbender yet, so like, I don't know. Probably not a good idea. And he just Jesuses the fuck out of there, though. Okay, when they get kidnapped, it's very suggestive. It had me confusing two different pornos I read. This is the last episode the diaper fetish one got to, but I have I mentioned I haven't mentioned the lost script yet. You'll be hearing a lot about the lost script, which I covered in the Barslow episode 24. They tried to put like sexual content into every episode of the show up until somewhere in the middle of season two when they gave up. Aang just out there disclosing to everyone he's the Avatar. Not a wise move, buddy. The marbles, though. He does the marble trick here. He's adorable. I'm sorry. I've just got to say it. He's adorable. And I thought the foaming mouth guy wasn't in this episode, but he is. I thought he was in season two, but he's in both. I, I didn't remember him. Huh. Although Aang just hovers to avoid his screaming fangirls, like, that's me with any social interaction. I fucking wish. Meanwhile, Suki just out there playing Sokka's fuckboy ass. Both those pornos were more about this scene, actually. But by this point, I was getting used to watching the show, but I thought maybe I shouldn't speak too soon. But I keep having the same reaction to this shit as these characters. Kara and I said Aang? At the same time, when one of those fangirls called Aang a dumb nickname. Oh, the Yonagi, though. The big sea monster. He's a big boy. He's a large lad. A massive child. Aang has dumb bitch disease. I'm sorry. I have to say it. He's just like, you know what? 
I'm just gonna ride the sea monster because fuck you, that's why. Seriously, the most random shit is triggering flashbacks. I just learned that it does not have to be scene specific. Because like when Katara bends the ocean water out of Aang's lungs, I just got yeeted into a fic where Katara does that for fucking Ozai. And the worst part of that was that it was a fucking well-written fic. Fuck my life. Meanwhile, Zuko was just keeping rhinos in his dinky little ship. He just did a breakdancing move, burning this village down. I ain't making this shit up. I kept rewinding it like, holy shit, he just did a breakdancing move. Combative breakdancing. I love that. I love that so much, honestly. And this just in, you can cut fire in half with a stick. And I was really just expecting Aang to say Appa yeet yeet when they escaped. The memes are getting to my head too, not just the porn. So Violent Porn Flashbacks 3. Episode 5, The King of Amashu. Why is every city on the top of a single mountain? The Air Temple now Amashu. And what's with the fucking ominous winding road leading up to it? And oh hey, it's Cabbage Guy! His my cabbages wasn't as distraught or sounding as I remember. But the disguise that he used to get into the city actually works. Like Grandpa Aang, I fuck with it. Why am I surprised they get through considering the shit Wang Fire gets up to in season 3 though? And Aang be like, I've half a mind to bend you over my knee and paddle your backside. No porn associated with that line. Amazing. Those fake names they give sound Greek. I'm sorry. And Aang's like me driving my car. I drive like I have a death wish, which I do. That cat that fought with Momo while they were riding around had a mustache too. I swear to fuck. And Cabbage Guy is super weird about his fucking cabbages. Like, honestly, rubbing his face with them, like, I've read cabbage porn, okay? He had a big fetish for those things. And then, okay, his next to my cabbages. That was more like it. Malicious Destruction of Cabbages. That's my new band name. That motherfucker, though, he needs to chill. He wants them executed for that shit? Dude. Okay, boo me, though. Let's talk about Boomy. He sounds like the Knights who say knee, and he looks like Tim the Enchanter, both from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Like, I just can imagine him saying, you must return here with a shrubbery. Oh, and he makes so many bad puns with his lettuce leaves. And I'm like, I'm seriously getting such Monty Python vibes from this. Like, the take them to the refurbished chamber that was once bad exchange that goes on. This sounds like a Monty Python skit. Okay, it's porn flashback time though. In the lost script, which was just so unnecessary in every way, Boomy will only free Katara from the crystals if she shows him her titties. Sucking Katara be wearing the fucking infinity gauntlet. For real though, Boomy ain't fucking around. And how the fuck is Aang not even wet after going in that damn waterfall to get the key? They even have a killer bunny though. This is Monty Python. This, th th that thing looks like Satan. And, and why is Boomy stacked? Like how? How is he stacked? Motherfucker be over a hundred. Oh my god. And the part where he asks them what his name is and Sokka's like, he's an earthbender. It's Rocky. Dumbest bitch alive award keep switching from Sokka to Zuko back and forth back and forth and then Aang just forgives Boomy so fast motherfucker was trying to kill him like what the hell Boomy's not a good friend you guys don't be like Boomy there wasn't any Zuko in this episode and I felt cheated by that but violent porn flashbacks too episode six imprisoned for some reason I have no memory of ever watching this episode and I have no idea why that would be Haru earthbending in the riverbed give me a Big ol' porn flashback to the lost script. Like, he's just practicing with his dick out and Katara's interested. Haru is such a fucking drama queen, too. He's monologuing about his missing father on the edge of a cliff in the sunset while the wind blows the sand from his hand. My god. I feel like the Fire Nation would arrest Katara for waterbending. I don't know why she has to fake earthbend. Maybe they just straight up kill waterbenders. They don't know what they do to the people they arrest, either. They could kill them, too. You know, and, like, Sokka Katara's fake fight, it was so weird. Why was it like that? They just sound like robots. They cut to her saying earthbending style. It's so dramatic. It just went full anime there for a moment. The prison warden literally calls the earthbenders, you people. Hashtag, make the Fire Nation great again. Toph would fucking wreck this place. Okay, Katara's little speech, like, we can escape prison. Let's talk about that a little. Ugh, I had another fucking porn flashback to a fic. I haven't even covered it yet, but it's on the agenda. Where, like, Katara gets raped by everyone because fanfiction authors love to write about Katara getting kidnapped and raped. Uh, I don't remember it that well, but since I'm gonna do an episode on that fic, I'm gonna be rereading it, so that's fun. And did she just pull that speech out of her ass, or was she, like, prepping it on her way to the prison? This bitch about a leader revolution. I had canon that Katara is a communist. Everyone just ignores her, though. Rip in peace. <laughs> Me recording my podcast. 
And Sokka says, I hate when you get like this. Yeah, I kind of also hate when she gets like this. She has like a savior complex or some shit. You can't save everyone, Katara. Would you rather risk everyone you love, including the Avatar, the world's last hope, blah, 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 whatever? Sometimes you gotta move on. Honestly, I don't like Katara that much. You can kill me for saying that. I get it. I also wish that people would stop writing about her being sexually assaulted. Some motherfucker says, you're one step away from dying where you stand. Don't say where you stand to Katara. Fucking don't do it. Where we stand is the name of a fic that features in my What Were You Thinking series, by the way, if y'all want to know why that triggered me so hard. These prisoners all have fucking learned helplessness. This is so sad. Can we get rabies? I don't know why I said that. The prison escape scene is way cooler than the fucking live action version. I feel like I needed a Last Airbender movie flashbacks count for this season. And they just hit me with Zuko right at the end. Where has he been the last two episodes? My terrible boy. Violent porn flashbacks. Three. Episode seven, Spirit World. It starts with Aang with the weed in his mouth, foreshadowing the arrival of Jed. A few episodes away, I see. Oh, they landed in California. Everything is just torched. And yes, Zuko is back when he stormed in like, Uncle, it's time to leave. I have to restore my honor. <laughs> I sighed dreamily. It's so funny to watch him fail at everything. And show us Cyrus dick, you cowards. He's just in those hot springs, naked. Surprised this didn't give me any porn flashbacks. Not even the lost script was like, yeah, Zuko saw Iroh's dick and it unexpectedly got him all hard like that fic usually is most of that fic is just random characters getting random boners not so much actual sex but Iroh getting captured though the fucking stink guy he gives them i love that if this were a different character there would be porn though like if it was katara they'd be all over that their little grubby hands would be all over the scene so the spirit thing i thought that it was like a bear but it looks like something from studio ghibli like i mean it turns out to be a bear in the end but i thought i was losing my mind at first only ang would try to politely talk to a fucking village destroying spirit monster and oh my god iroh is me when he's being toted off by those soldiers motherfucker just wants to sleep let iroh sleep the sandal zuko finds though he really carried that around for two and a half seasons so okay this is violent porn flashback i've had in a while to the lost script now when ang realizes that katara can't see him when he's in the spirit world he uses his newfound powers to jerk off over her sleeping body <laughs> I hate that. That's so bad. That's so bad. <sighs> I love that Aang's glider also entered the spirit world. How is he not freaking out when he sees that fucking dragon hurtling towards him? He can't bend and doesn't know how to get back to the physical world, so how is he not panicking? But Roku just had a dragon. What a badass motherfucker. And when it showed Sozin's comet, I just went, ooh, it's your boy. I called comet your boy. What is happening to me? The dragon's whiskers are wording me out. They're like tentacles. And there's no point where Aang fucks the dragon. I could write a much better lost script, but I'm not going to. And then fucking meanwhile, Iroh just, he's a kinky motherfucker. Just wants his chains tightened. There really isn't much Iroh porn. Otherwise, I'd be having a lot more flashbacks. And he just rolls away, though. That's his escape. And Zuko gets good boy points because he went back for his uncle. If only you could be like that in the season two finale, Zuko. Iroh's a fucking pimp master, though. He's wearing the fucking Princess Leia costume and he has chain whips. Daddy Iroh, you may not have the gorgeous hair that gives me such a hard on for your Fire Lord brother, but you're better in every other conceivable way. He's a pimp. I'm sorry. I had to say it. Someone had to say it. Violent porn flashbacks. Two. Episode eight, Avatar Roku. So I have to nitpick the continuity right here for just a moment. If the winter solstice was the day after episode seven ended and episode eight is the winter solstice, how did the moon go from crescent to full in 24 hours? And Zuko be like, my father will hear about this. And hang in the team be on their way to the temple in the Fire Nation. Like how high can the Fire Nation possibly shoot their cannons? higher than Appa can fly. Fire sages, in my reading experience, have said some nasty shit to Katara, such as, uh, when are you gonna have with Ozai? Uh, so I'm gonna have to count that as a porn flashback. By the way, the word I censored wasn't sex. It rhymes with rabies. The quote, did the definition of genius change in the last hundred years? Now I want to see Aang speaking with outdated slang. Give me that shit. And the summary of this episode's chapter from the lost script is Zuko takes a quick moment to grope the Avatar. And that's my favorite summary of anything ever. I'm sorry. Just, that's the whole chapter too. That's really all there is to it. 
and then Aang just jumps on their heads like Legolas, and, and Zhao walks in just slow clapping on a man. Honestly, Aang goes into the Avatar state, and his voice is terrifying when he does that. I don't know how Ozai didn't, like, immediately die of fear when Aang pulled that shit on him during the finale. Violent porn flashbacks, too. Episode 9, The Waterbending Scroll. When will Zuko calm the fuck down for the first time in three years? He literally breathes fire, he's so angry. Being extra, it runs in the family. Oh, Aang has such a smooth fucking save about learning waterbending faster than Katara. He's just like, yeah, I only picked it up because I have a great teacher, but you had to figure it out all on your own. He's still such a violent show-off, though. Oh, fuck this gay pirate, though. He's just making puns right away. I don't like him. Though I love the fact that there are pirates at all, and they follow, like, all the stereotypes of the pirates we have here in our universe. I'm just waiting to see, like, Ailstorm in the background, the world's greatest pirate metal band. If you love fun, you'll listen to Ailstorm. But they really just out there fucking with the cabbage guy now. Rubbing your face on produce is not sanitary. Who does the fucking safety inspections in the Earth Kingdom? Wow, and Katara did steal that scroll. Isn't she all uptight about shit like that? Like with the episode where Toph keeps scamming people and she's like, that's immoral. She's doing her vigilante justice thing though and returning the scroll to the water tribe. So I guess it's okay. Oh, the water whip though. I've seen that used in porn. And let Katara curse. She be all like, oh, dang nabbit when she fucks up a water dang mood. Let Katara say fuck. And, And when she and Zuko are on the river beach, man, lost script. Like, he just wanted to touch her titties or something, but Iroh just came in and he was like, Zuko, stop. Sorry, young lady, my nephew is a bit of a dumbass. Bless you, Iroh. And then the fucking exchange. This is all my fault. No, Katara. Yeah, it kind of is. Bless you, Iroh. And then Sokka really tries to sell Aang on the black market. This sounds like a setup for some real hijinks. And then they call her a water peasant. I've been waiting for someone to get called a peasant. Zuko's such a dick in this episode, but honestly, Katara is a much better. Oh, then someone, I forgot who, I didn't write down who says this, but thanks, Momo, I owe you a bushel of apples. That was really specific. A bushel of apples. You know, what even is a bushel? I think of like wheat, a bushel of wheat or something like that, not a bushel of apples. And they were really going to push the boat into the river with their bare hands instead of using water bending. Oh yeah, and the fucking, they got the bison whistle in this episode. Have you lost your mind? It, this is no time for flute practice. It is always time for flute practice when you don't care about death. So watch your fucking mouth. Violent porn flashbacks too. Episode 10, Jet. Fuck Jet, I hate Jet. I really hate Jet. Sokka really, he actually did something useful or uh, better than Aang throwing this boomerang to save those animals stuck in the booby traps. They throw in a fit about walking, but they can't just ride Appa while he walks? Hmm. And then it's fuck boy to the fuck rescue. He has the weed in his mouth as he fights. Jet is just one big porn flashback. I can't wait for his ambiguous death. I'm also glad that no one actually seems to ship Jet and Katara because I don't like it. Everything just went like sepia when they touched. And Katara be like, ooh, that's so brave. These guys are terrorists. Whenever someone says freedom fighters, it's just code for terrorists. Oh, Jet has a tragic backstory. I don't give a fuck. When they're up in their treehouse, like, going over the battle, someone says, rode him like a wild hog monkey. And, oh, oh that reminds me of something. Rode him all the way to Bossing Say, do you think? That one's my fault. That's a porno I wrote. I've also seen rode him like a Komodo rhino uses a line in porn, so that's a twofer right there. The whole treehouse setup is giving me Ewok vibes. I kind of fuck with it, but also I don't fuck with it because of... Ah, oh, Jet is I like how Katara made the hat for Jet, but Aang is wearing it. It's a good boy hat, not a fucking paranoid terrorist hat. Jet is a manipulative predator too, he's just pulling this shit on an idealistic naive girl like fuck this dude. I like to say he's a fuckboy, but I hate him even more now. And Katara's acting like she knows Jet so well, like oh Jet wouldn't do that, Jet wouldn't kill a bunch of innocent civilians. Y'all have known each other for like maybe two days. And then, oh, mm, oh, hell yes. During the climax of this episode, he just, mm, he touches her cheek while she's crying and she just fucking water whips him. I love this song. Mm, this is my jam. Oh, and I love that they just left him frozen against that tree. Mm, that's sexy. Violent porn flashbacks three. Episode 11, The Great Divide. We started off strong with a porn flashback from the lost script again. So then 
incesty about setting up a tent and of course inappropriate boners because that's all that fake knows how to do appa has five stomachs how do they know that have they done scientific research on the air bison or is that just some weird belief that evolved and took hold over time man these kids really out there sticking their noses into everyone's business i'd just be like not my fucking problem that these two warring tribes need to cross the fucking canyon together and i just fly over that and then angst like to tell the truth I'm not sure, but when have I ever been? That's the one she gets the Atticus experience. And the sacred orb. Oh my god. Y'all know how much I love orbs. Love that word. It's so stupid when people use it as a synonym for various body parts, most commonly eyes, but I really get a kick out of it. I can't believe they've been mad about orbs for a hundred years. Why is the orb even important? What significance does it even hold? Orbs just cause more trouble than they're worth. I love that Aang also just pulled the fucking story out of his ass to make everyone get along. That's some, like, top-notch bullshit right there. I want Aang to bullshit my papers for me from now on. So Violent Porn Flashbacks 1, Episode 12, The Storm. As soon as the first We Need You Aang hit me, I got viciously yeeted into the lost script where Aang's dream gets a little bit sexy. How come Sokka and Katara have sleeping bags but Aang just sleeps on the floor? Surely they could have brought an extra for him. I shouldn't be saying this because Zuko's angry all the time, but why is he so angry? Like, especially angry that Iroh says there's going to be a storm. Like, he's ready to throw down, and they're just talking about the weather. Zuko really is being such a dick. Like, I get it, you're frustrated, but wow, he treats his crew like shit. Like, I'm going to respect your ponytail having ass. Oh, God, if only finding a job in real life was as easy as it is for Sokka here. I actually got hired really easy this summer. What the hell? That was just luck, though. Ooh, okay, it's backstory time. This is juicy. It's so mean that all the other airbender kids won't let Aang play the game he invented. That's, that's not cool. I wish we could have gotten more of Air Nomad society. Like, they just have some young boys and some old men. There's no women there, no middle-aged or young adults. Where's the Air Nomad MILF from the lost script? I feel cheated and hold the fuck up. How is Gyatso finding Aang's note in Aang's flashback if Aang never saw him after he ran away? I don't know why that's there. Mm, and Zuko's backstory time. It is juicier, just like Ozai's tits. Why did I just say that? I'm so sorry. You're going to have to deal with that, though. Although the crew is around a trash can fire, like they're homeless. And I love that Iroh's reaction to Zuko being an ass is to share his tragic backstory. Oh, in the flashback, baby, no scar Zuko. He's just a baby. He was so full of hope. Like, he started being the dick to all the guards for not letting him into the meeting. But then he's all like, I want to be the best fire lord and smiling and shit. This poor lad, though. And then, mmm, fire daddy cuts his first appearance here. I want to see more than the back of his head, you assholes. And I love that Ozai isn't even at the table. He's just on his throne, surrounded by fire because he's so extra. Suku has dumb bitch disease, though. He needs to shut his fucking ass. Ozai really wanted to get rid of that damn kid, huh? I have a hard time believing that this would have been the first instance of physical abuse. But the wench against Dottica's experience is being horny for Ozai's silhouette. Just, just be prepared for me to make disgusting sexual comments every time he's on screen. I know Zuko's about to get his face burned off, but you can just see his juicy pecs. And Mark Hamill, his evil voice has really grown on me. He's slaying. Like, you will learn respect and suffering will be your teacher. I'm moist. He has just so many, like, raw lines. Mostly, I would love to just dom Ozai, but I want him to say that to me when he spanks me and ejaculates fire to my insides, killing me instantly. He really, though, he invited the whole country to watch him wail on a defenseless kid. I, I should mention that there is porn of this scene. Like, really? I mean, Ozai already roasted him in front of everyone. Why not fuck him in front of everyone, too? That'll sure boost your approval ratings. Not like it matters when you're in a dictatorship. Fucking Azula, though. She's just sitting there next to Iroh. I'm ready for her to be making appearances, too. I love that bitch. She's gonna give me so many porn flashbacks, though. She's really just so happy that Zuko's about to get the beating of a lifetime, and she just has an evil smile this whole time. And Zao's just there smiling, too, like it's nothing. All the background guys have no reaction, either. Iroh's the only one who flinches. The guy on the ship is like, oh, I always thought Prince Zuko was in a training accident. Dude, how could you not know? What happened to him? The whole country was there. Those stands were packed. And then at the end of this, Iroh just redirected lightning. I didn't remember that happening until season two. <laughs> I love the awkward eye contact between Zuko and Aang as Appa comes out of the water right in front of their boat. Violent porn flashbacks two, episode 13, The Blue Spirit. 
Zhao is such a fucking loser, actually. He's like almost as much of a loser as me and Zuko. Everyone in this show can understand animals when they get a little bit loopy. The old lady that angles too, not giving me good dives. But she has a kitty cat. Those motherfuckers are gonna get high as fuck licking frogs. They're already acting like they're on drugs though, so what's the harm? And then those archers though, they're just down to jump off some cliffs like no big deal. They shot that frog right out of his hand. Not cool, those frogs didn't do shit. Okay, so this isn't really a porn flashback, but it's like a torture porn flashback. And I'm counting it anyways because it's really disturbing. Planning to talk about it in a future episode. It's about what they do to Aang after they capture him in one author's rendition of how things could have gone horribly wrong at this point in the show. And it is fucked up, even though there's no sexual content in it. I love how Aang is just like, untie me, I'll fight you right now. Zhao's just a little bitch, he doesn't think he could take a kid in a fight. I mean, he already kind of lost to Zuko. And I have to retract what I said about Zuko being a loser. This is the first time he does anything badass. Why is he jingle though? Is that the Blue Spirit theme music? Because it wouldn't be very conducive to him sneaking around. And all the frogs just crawling out of Aang's clothes. I love that. It reminds me that he's just a little kid and they out pulling this shit on him. In elementary school, kids would find like frogs out in the field and they'd keep them in their desks. I never did that or even saw anyone who did that, but it's just rumors. It just reminded me of that. Aang is just a baby. He doesn't deserves to fucking have all this pressure on him. Why does Zuko even need firebending if he's that good with a sword? And that wasn't meant to sound sexual. I save all my sexual comments for Ozai. Zuko could get so much more shit done if he was always the blue spirit. And he just cut their chains. With that much precision. They're a helicopter now. Why the fuck not? And the ladder stilts. This is the fucking circus. And we haven't even met Tylee yet. Oh, the waking up scene though. Zuko just has to root everything for himself. It's just what he does best. I also had another flashback to the Lost Group where Aang just flashes Zuko like, okay, you want to see me naked? I'm gonna run away now. Does Zuko ever take down his ponytail? Like, how would that even look? I don't want to know, to be honest. His hair's awful. And I half expected Ira to start playing Careless Whisper with his horn that he has at the end of the episode here. And that would have been great. I need to make that edit. Violent porn flashbacks. Two. Episode 14, The Fortune Teller. Okay, I've never seen this episode before. I skipped it for whatever reason. We were just eager to get to the finale or something. And just got friend zoned so hard. <laughs> I love that. And that guy who's getting attacked by the bear, he's just so fuckless. He does not care. He's just like avoiding with his eyes closed. Why did the bear just lay an egg? That counts as a porn flashback on principle. And I know you're probably like, what the fuck type of weird porn you talk about on this damn show? And you'd be right. What the fuck type of weird porn I do talk about? I don't even know. And the flaw script, it was not lying about Aang needing the bathroom during Katara's fortune telling session. And of course he needed to jerk it and Mang watched. Looks like someone had a pretty good bathroom break. Law script, don't lie. And I really, from the depths of my heart, I love the fortune that the woman gives Sokka. She says, your future is full of struggle and anguish, most of itself inflicted. That is the Wenjikistotica's experience. These are the terms and conditions you sign when you sit down to listen to the bar as well. And I'm going to be seeing the Wenjikistotica's experience a lot during these next two episodes, when I do seasons two and three. But this is the true Wenchikasodicus experience. Your future is full of struggle and anguish, most of itself inflicted. Oh, me as fuck. Aang is just hitting that friend zone though, and Sokka thinks he's a nice guy. I love that. Aang just showed up in the middle of some couples kissing, like, isn't there someone you forgot to ask? Jesus. I'm airbending Jesus. I love that some of the villagers use Mr. Science and Reason Lover as an insult volcanic doom new band name and i was gonna be all like at the end of this it's so nice that ming isn't a jealous bitch about egg liking katara but i have to take that back immediately because the girl literally calls her a hoe and that's how the episode ends i love that violet porn flashbacks two episode 15 bottom of the water tribe june my wife <laughs> She just lifts that guy over her shoulder like no big deal. I'm I'm fucking gay. Never mind what I said about saving my sexual comments for Ozai. June gets some too. Mm, the sound of that whip. Mm, tasty. As if that isn't enough. This is a Hokoda flashback. He's so sweet. Look at him hug baby Sokka. Hokoda sweetie, I'm so sorry for everything I did to you in my fucking show. In my erotic fanfiction. <laughs> And here I learned also that I've been saying Bato wrong this whole time. I would say Beto, but it's Bato. Both Bato and June deserve a porn flashback just for making an appearance, honestly. 
And I know literally making a female character strong is a dumb shortcut to making a strong female character. And if she's good with a weapon, why does she need a personality and emotional depth? But lesbian brains says pretty lady buff wanna smash. Ayo has such a good sense of humor, like when June is basically calling him fat. I love someone who can laugh at themselves. I love the line also. Miyuki, my kitty cat. Did you get in trouble with the Fire Nation again? Just sometimes adding an again onto the end of a sentence is peak comedy. <laughs> and woo, like, hey handsome to Iroh. The ice dodging thing that Bato takes the gang out to do seems unnecessarily dangerous. They're already getting hunted down by the Fire Nation every other episode. Why do they need to do this shit too? And June is so savage to Zuko. She's just like, no wonder Katara left. She's too pretty for you. And Sokka's brutal too. Like Zuko says, how stupid do you think I am? Pretty stupid. Zuko should really just stick to swords. I'm ready for Zula so we can get some real firebending up in this bitch. Naughty boys go in the punishment well. How does Zuko get up so fast after being expelled from the punishment well? He has to have some broken bones after that. This fucking kid, he never gives up. Some closing thoughts on this. Judge me if you will, but I ship Iroh and June. June's a dominatrix. Iroh's a pimp. They're a power couple right there. I'm just saying, I like them together. Violent porn flashbacks, too. Episode 16, The Deserter. The squad be at the Fire Nation Festival, and Puppet Ozai be like, Don't worry, loyal citizens. <laughs> the puppet looks nothing like him. Now what will I masturbate to? I say, even though June was in the last episode. But my boner for Ozai is unmatched, and you all know it. Over the line, knowing the Fire Nation is probably an execution when they're at the magic show. Not a porn flashback, but it reminded me of a fic where young Azula went to what she thought was a festival, but it was an execution, and she was angry that there weren't any dumplings. And oh look, Katara got kidnapped, fake kidnapped, on stage. And now I have to revoke Zuko and Sokka's dumbest bitch alive awards and give them to Aang. He just jumps in to save Katara from a magic trick. I've been saying Zhang Zhang wrong too. I've been saying Jiang Jiang because that's how it's written. But oh man, speaking of, this dude is grumpy as fuck. He's like dark Iroh. I like that. And you know that Aang's going to be a good firebender because he possesses the rare capability to actually burn people. And Zhang Zhang be making a literal firewall for Zhao, like, you shall not pass. And, and then Aang, come on, you don't have time to have a heartfelt conversation about how sorry you are for burning your girlfriend. Get the fuck out of there, you're about to get attacked. And then he's really out there just roasting Zhao, but Zhao is really roasting himself the whole time. I'm revoking Aang's dumbest bitch alive award, and now it belongs to Zhao. You know, dumb bitch disease is turning into an epidemic. So, violent porn flashbacks, zero! I had none of them this episode. That was pretty Pretty great. Episode 17, Northern Air Temple. This is another episode I have no memory of. I don't remember skipping it in my first time to do the show, but that must have been what happened. And be like, these motherfuckers are posers. He's like me trying to prove that I'm more metal than some black veil brides listening earplug having cord playing short haired emo kid. Oh, then he'd be like, what are you doing in my air temple? Those gliders are pretty cool though. This whole place is like some steampunk looking shit. Like, I just wanted Teo to just finish writing and smoke and it just says fuck you instead of him making Aang's face in smoke. And then uh, he has a dead mom too. Why everyone have like a dead or missing mom in this show? And then Sokka has like a really delayed reaction to Teo's dad throwing his fingers at him. Like they were already in his hand for a minute before he screamed. Now if someone put a crab in my hand like the little dudes they have at the temple here not some wooden fingers i would scream but everyone's chill holding those little hermit crabs and ang be like this is a nightmare with so little emotion once he sees that the place in the air temple is repurposed for military shit he's just like not surprised he's just like this is a nightmare and the Fire Nation dude who comes up just says the Avatar with so little emotion too. Like, no surprise, nothing. What is with some of the dialogue and the voice acting in this episode? I like how he just rises from the floor though. So then they're talking about fighting back against the Fire Nation. Never underestimate the power of, of stink. New name for this podcast. It always makes me so anxious when Aang jumps off his glider in the middle of flying it. I mean, he really risked the lives of his friends and everyone in that temple because he couldn't stand the thought of people paying off the Fire Nation for safety. Not in his air temple, damn it. Fire Nation has some pretty cool engineering, or maybe it's Teo's dad's fault. Guess it could be worth it to fight back because the dad's helping their war effort so much, but the main characters don't work that angle. They just work the moral dilemma or whatever the fuck. The guy in the tank who gets hit by the slime just looks so over it. He's just like, damn it, not again. 
But Aang really had that crisis about killing Ozai in the finale, but I'm pretty sure that some people died in the battle right here, and he okayed that plan. Bombs kill people, you know. Maybe not stink bombs or smoke bombs, but some of that shit that happened right there looked pretty lethal. And I bet the Fire Nation's gonna be back after that with more force, and they're not gonna be able to defend themselves forever, so I don't know, I didn't really like that episode. Valent porn flashbacks, zero though, that was nice. Didn't, like when I have no porn flashbacks. Episode 18, The Watermending Master. Music night on Zuko's boat. It looks terrible, but also I want to be there. Those two guys dancing, I ship it. This is my first porn flashback in a while. Zhao just come in onto Ira's boat like they do that all the time? Hmm. Actually, they didn't fuck each other in that porno. They shared a woman, and that woman was May. I know, it was weird. It's kind of an AU. Arnook counts as a porn flashback. And this goes for the last episode, too. How are they all giving speeches where everyone's so spread out, yet no one seems to have a problem hearing? They don't have microphones. Sokka's fucking flirting is painful to watch. Katara reads my mind here. Very smooth. How the fuck does he even seduce you, eh? Probably because she just wants to fuck someone who's not her douchebag fiance. And Paku, you know, he also deserves a porn flashback because fanfic Koda really out there letting or making Katara marry just anyone. Man, Paku's an asshole. He makes them wake up at sunrise so he can make misogynistic comments to Katara. If someone dragged me out of bed at sunrise to say sexist things to me, I would castrate them. Katara be like, I didn't travel across the entire world so you could tell me no. Yeah, that's what Zuko said in the lost script to Aang. Or I guess just in this show. Maybe word your uh, thing different. It sounds like you're about to shove an icicle up his ass, like in those shitty fanfics I read. Let Katara say fuck. Let her say suck at least. Not this stinks. And why is everyone in the fucking White Lotus a crusty douchebag except for Iroh and I guess Boomy? Piando? I don't remember well enough to say, but uh, we'll find out. Oh, and I just flash back to the lost script. Yugoda, the healer, she was like, oh, when I was about your age, I was friends with Kana, the grandmother. More like gal pals. Why wouldn't her grandma ever have mentioned that she grew up at the North Pole? Why is this like a revelation? But back to Zuko angsting. I would just be like, come on, walk with me or, or stay in your room and sit in the dark. That's the one she thought of experience. And they really just tried to kill Zuko, the fuck, man. <laughs> Zhao's not a very good actor. I'm devastated to hear about Prince Zuko. Just devastated. No, no you're not. Don't fucking lie to me, bitch. Ugh. And now Sokka holds the word for the dumbest bitch alive. He made a little shitty fish with both eyes on the same side for the girl he likes. Wasn't he just making a pretty decent carving earlier, like at the beginning of this episode? I don't know. And then mm, the Katara throwdown with Paku is a good scene. I'll be outside if you're man enough to fight me. Kick his ass, sweetie. I believe in you. She was not fucking around. Okay, so it's confession time. Paku's an asshole, sure, but he's like, he's kind of a G-Dilf. I don't remember him looking good, but he does. Like, if he was younger, you'd better believe I'd be thirsted. I'm just saying. Final porn flashbacks, three. Episode 19, the season of the North Part 1. Ugh, I just had a flashback to the lost script where Sokka and Yue nearly fuck while they're flying on Appa's back. Literally a flying fuck. Sokka be like, I can show you the world. And then the Fire Nation really had to ruin Sokka's Disney Prince moment. Just like you're never safe from incest, you're never safe from the Fire Nation. And you're also never safe from Fire Nation incest. We have a running series on the Barslow dedicated to that because there's so much of it. Oh my god. And Zhao, he's full of it. He's full of himself. Centuries from now, people will study the great Admiral Zhao who destroyed the last of the water tribe civilization. Sure they will, you pompous fool. No one's even gonna remember you in the next two seasons of this show, you asshole. Meanwhile, Yue, now is not the time to angst about your loveless marriage. Y'all about to get attacked. And she cries so much. And meanwhile, Aang is just a fucking one-man army. <laughs> Her fiance saying, Soka. Like, this is the live action version of this show. Oh my god. I've been having live action flashbacks this whole time, too, mind you. Speaking of, I had a flashback to literally only fanfiction specifically for that movie on AO3, in which Zuko's just canoeing around and he gets distracted by an ice palace and Princess Yue's in there and you kind of see where that goes. There was a knife involved. Uh, yeah. Zuko is really a brave soul or just an idiot for going into that hole in the ice. He could drown because he has no idea how far it goes. Not to mention it must be fucking freezing. I could never. Oh my god. Why is Zuko so condescending to Katara every time they speak? Kick his 
ass. I expected him to come out of the pond itself, and I am a little disappointed. But Katara is using the sacred spirit water from the pond, though. Like, what's happening to those fucking koi fish? I'm waiting for Zuko to get smacked with a fish, but no. And where the hell does Zuko even go when he captures Aang? He's going to die. Dumb bitch disease is terminal. Violent form flashbacks, two. Episode 20, The Seas of the North, Part 2. The spirit world's fucking weird. All the rules there are so arbitrary, like the face sealer stuff. What does not making any expressions have to do with anything? Is this based off like an actual mythology or what? I just want to say now that Ko would steal the shit out of my face. I'd be dead. I really should be like a YouTuber instead of a podcaster because I make so many weird faces. It would greatly enhance the quality of the bars low if you could see all the expressions I make. But fuck you, podcasting is easier. I have like minimal experience with video editing, but so much with audio engineering. And Zuko, I have to ask again. Where where the fuck are you going? In the lost script, once he gets to that shelter, he's like, should I finally molest Aang? But he doesn't because there's so many damn incomplete scenes in that fic. And he just starts monologuing to nobody. Don't get me wrong. That's literally what I'm doing right now. I'm monologuing to nobody. That's the one Chickasthotics experience. And that is this podcast. But I don't just start expositing my life and my deepest insecurities to an imaginary audience. The first time I watched this show, I was like, wait, he has a sister? Like, the exposition is really that sudden and fucking weird. Meanwhile, oh my, I do not like Ko's design. That is creepy as shit. Fucking giant ass centipede. My face is gone. I love Fisherman Zhao, though. That shit's funny to me. Just him having a passion for it, but, like, being kind of an amateur. But, like, he just grabbed that thing with his bare hand. Singular. Never mind what I said about him being an amateur fisherman, even though that's funnier to me to imagine. He's had practice. The concept of Zhao practicing, though. I'm gonna make some fan art of Zhao fishing. And that's gonna be the cover art for this episode. I am a legend. Oh my god, Zhao, calm the fuck down. No one cares about you. He wishes bishops would be like, Zhao the Moonslayer, huh? Why don't you slay my pussy instead? Oh my god. He looks like he's about to punch the bag with a fish in it. And that's how he's gonna kill it? I forgot he was a firebender for a second there. <laughs> that would have been funnier if he just, like, started beating up the bag. And I know I've said it before, but Aang's avatar state voice fucking scares the shit out of me. It's cool, but at the same time, I hate it when he does it. And it's pretty cool, too, that Yui's eyes are the only thing that isn't grayed out because the koi fish died. And we're all going to talk about how Sokka's girlfriend is the moon, but we're not going to talk about her being a fish. <laughs> and then Zhao just gets grabbed by the ocean and dies. Zuko gets good boy points for trying, although feebly, to save him. Uh, and then the ending, Aang still needs to learn waterbending, then he better get used to calling you Master Katara. That would probably give me porn flashbacks if I read more popular pairings than I do. I remember when Zuko just flowed on out of there on a shitty little raft. Look at Zuko, he finally gave up. Good for you, sweaty. Oh, and then the last scene, mm, Azula. I can't believe we only get like 10 seconds of her. I thought she had a line, like, I thought she said, yes, father, but no. Maybe I'm thinking of a live action version. That, or I'm thinking of porn, but if that was the case, I'm sure I would have remembered her non-existent in line as yes daddy instead of yes father huh <sighs> violent porn flashbacks one so in conclusion total violent porn flashbacks 38 average per episode just under two at 1.9 i have to say that went much better than i imagined i thought i'd be getting like at least three per episode but no Predictions for season two, well, with Azula, there's bound to be more porn flashbacks. The shit people do to her, man, and with more fire family interaction now that she's in the mix, oh boy. The porn flashbacks will be a pouring in. This is a pretty good show, though. I don't know why I read so much shitty fanfiction of it. The good news is that I didn't totally ruin it for myself like I thought I did. So, yeah, I'm enjoying myself. I'm having a jolly old time here. So, the bar's low is on Instagram. You can find us at... Barzlow with an underscore in between each word. Follow us, you'll know what's coming up next. If you have a fix to suggest, feel free to get in contact with me. And if you want to drop a rating or review on iTunes, that'd be real cool. I'm not going to beg you for five stars. Give me however many damn stars you think I deserve. And as always, I'm your pal, Wanchikistoticus. This is the Barzlow. Thank you for joining me, and that's all for today.